Okay, um, good evening and welcome to the weekend edition of your preferred sports show on radio. This is Top Football Talk Sports. You are listening to Empire Radio 104.5 FM with yours truly, Jerry Foma, but feel free. Um, you know you can always call me DJ Twanda. Um, sit back, relax. It is that preview. It is that um, World Cup Eve. Uh, that show uh, before the World Cup are uh, what we wait for every four four years. Relax. Let's kick it together through the world of sports. Um, this beautiful um, Friday evening. Um, the guys, the gang are coming in. <laughs> it's going to be a packed house, uh, but then just um, hang on for that. Anyways, um, straight up into affairs of the day. Up uh, first off, like we do on the weekend edition of the show. I'd like to appreciate everybody who's been keeping it 100 with us on Talk Football Talks. But thank you all so much for always tuning in and participating with us on the show. Do continue to stay safe out there. And we'll continue to bring to you all the happenings in the world of sports. Uh, we do have a lot um, to talk about this morning. Uh, but then let's quickly look at other sporting actions, starting with Formula 1. Uh, Max Verstappen says um, some of the reaction to his rule in the Red Bull team orders controversy in Brazil has been unacceptable and disgusting. Um, the world champion refused Red Bull's order to let his teammate um, Sergio Perez through on the final lap of last weekend's Sao Paulo Grand Prix to gain points in his fight for second in the championship. Uh, Verstappen said that the media uh, didn't have the clear picture and made him look bad, which is disgusting, uh, while also revealing that attacking his family in the media and on social media is not acceptable. Uh, Verstappen said after the race that he had reasons for refusing to let Perez back ahead and that he was reacting to something that happened in the past. Um, there have been reports that Verstappen believes um, Perez crashed deliberately at the end of qualifying at the Monaco Grand Prix, which prevented him completing his final lap um, that would have given him a position on the front row. Uh, Perez and Verstappen qualified third and fourth, and Perez went on to win that particular race. However, Red Bull investigated the incident, and in which Perez reportedly admitted that he had crashed on purpose, but he recently rejected that claim, saying it's just people creating rumors. And um, he said um, the, con- the conversation after the race in Brazil only covered um, the events in Brazil. Wow! Anyways, I don't know what's going on with the Red Bull um, top two drivers, but then there's a lot going on behind the scene there. I hope they will resolve it and um, one of them, um, <laughs> maybe one of them will do an interview again because these days, any smart thing like this, just go and do interview. <laughs> um, anyways, let's quickly move on to tennis. In tennis, Novak Djokovic said um, he was very happy his visa ban has been overturned and um, confirmed he will play at next year's Australia Open. And the nighttime Australian Open champion was deported before this year's event after his visa was cancelled um, in a row over his COVID vaccine status. He was automatically banned for three years um, from entering Australia, but later learned earlier this week that a visa would be granted. The 21-time Grand Slam winner East Pass and the Rublev 6-4-6-1 in 69 minutes to reach the semi-finals of the ATP um, Finals. Uh, meanwhile, Rafael Nadal beat Kasparov in straight set 7-5-7-5 to end the ATP Finals with victory despite not reaching the semi-finals. Uh, Nadal, who was the highest seeded player in the event with world number one Carlos Alcaraz injured, had lost his opening two group games. Um, while elimination at the ATP Finals denied him a year-ending world number one spot, he won two Grand Slams, which is the Australian Open and the French Open um, this year. In boxing, Tyson Fury says he needs to fight fellow heavyweight Anthony Joshua before he retires. Negotiations over a potential bout between WBC champion Fury and former unified champion Joshua broke down in September. Fury is set to defend his title against Derek Chisora on December the 3rd. But um, Fury revealed that in the last five years, there has been three-headed monster with him, Wilder and Joshua dominating the heavyweight. And while Joshua as well as Wilder have been beaten, he's the last one standing, uh, plus Joshua remained top of his priorities 
a potential bout uh, for next year. In athletics, Nigeria Athletic Federation says conviction of two of its athletes for their part in a fraud scheme uncovered by the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, is sad and damaging for the country. Africa under 18 triple jump record holder Emmanuel Ine and sprinter Toluwani Adibakin were convicted for transferring tens of thousands of dollars to Nigeria as part of um, what was described as a complex fraud scheme. Uh, prosecutors said uh, that the scheme involved at least for multiple higher learning institutions in the USA and with Ine and Adibakin operating uh, part of the conspiracy as teammates at William Carey University in Mississippi. Um, a board member of the AFN said this is really sad and damaging and this kind of action could potentially affect other young athletes seeking scholarships to American schools. Uh, both defendants are scheduled to be sentenced in February next year and could fix a maximum penalty of 10 years um, in prison. And finally in basketball, Kevin Durant posted a game high 35 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists and 1 block while Royce O'Neal was the hero of the night as he tipped in the game winner with 0.7 seconds left to finish with 11 points, 10 rebounds and 11 assists in Brooklyn Nets 109-107 narrow win over Portland Trail Blazers. Two-time NBA Finals MVP um, Carly Leonard had minimal impact on his return after 12 games out as the early Clippers um, rally from a 12-point deficit to win 96-91 against Detroit Pristons. Um, the Aaron Fox scored 28 points with 8 assists while Malik Monk added 26 points off the bench to help Sacramento King claim their fifth straight victory in a row in that 130-112 win over um, the San Antonio Spurs. I have with me um, <laughs> the playmaker himself, Desmond Adigoke. Welcome, Desmond. How are you doing? Uh, good evening, Jerry. Uh, it's good to be back, especially on a Friday edition like this. And uh, I'm, I'm glad to be in the studio. Okay, welcome. Also, just joining us is the first lady herself, Idia Tibrahim. Idiot, welcome. How are you doing? Good evening, Mr. Jerry. Uh -huh. Good evening, boss. Uh -huh. That's what I did. Yeah. Good evening, listeners. Okay, um, I did promise you guys a packed edition. I have the film with me in the studio, Amos Oluwafemi, and I like to add the name that they didn't give him, but I gave him pride. <laughs> <laughs> Amos, oh. what's up? How you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm very well, thank you. It's always. You did an do honor. that. You do. <laughs> okay. oh, we have, we have, uh, we have, we have why we are here today. Okay. We have why we are here today, and we know what we want to do. So let's let's just let's just keep it that way. Okay. All right. Um. Anyways, uh, please bear with us. Uh, we will power through some of the things that uh, we're supposed to do. But then it is what it is, and um, we do have something special to talk about today, and we want to talk, uh, put the nail to that coffin once and for all. But then we will not. This one will not escape us. The local news we have some <laughs> we played yesterday. It will, they thought we forgot it. Anyways, um, let's quickly get into it. Goals from Concalu Ramos, Luan Mario, and the Bruno Fernandez double saw Portugal trash. The Super Eagles, yes, the Super Eagles of Nigeria's 4-0 in that friendly match in Lisbon. Um, Emmanuel Dennis missed the penalty for Nigeria when the score was 2-0. It could have been 2-1. Anyway, Super Eagles head coach Jose Peserio said we didn't start well and we didn't show good organization or pressure your opponent and losing 4-0 is too much. He also said that we must improve. Uh, because the teams are, uh, because the team want to win the next African Cup of Nations, and he also defended Dennis, saying any player can miss a penalty, and that Dennis has his support. Bang bang bang. Okay. And who goes first? Is that just just say your mind? Yeah, I I don't know. Let 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 this one talk. I'll call you after this. Okay. Oh, I think a a whole lot of back and forth, you know, has been going on since we lost the match yesterday. And rightfully so, 
uh, why there is no shame in losing to a team like Portugal? We know that they are one of the uh, best team as far as international football is concerned yeah. right now. But the manner in which we lost that match, yeah. you know, was totally, uh, I, I mean, a peace man for me. Uh, yeah. You know, we started very poorly, okay. considering a goal in the first, uh, in the opening 10 minutes. And, uh, you know, uh, meanwhile, actually, we started brightly, especially in the first three minutes of the game, you know. I mean, it looked like we were going to take the game uh, to the Portuguese, but they pegged us back. And uh, when it really mattered most, when we should have shown uh, organization, you know, uh, 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 I mean, comportment, you know, I me, mean, I think before the 10th minute, you know, our defending was like uh, an under 17 team playing against our, se I mean, senior boys, you know, and uh, after the first two goals, you know, uh, it was like we're in the game, uh, you know, we had that penalty and uh, like the coach said, anybody could have missed, uh, I mean, anybody can miss a penalty, but mm. the manner in which Dennis, you know, fought for the chance I to play the penalty, you know, I was, I mean, it wasn't good in my own opinion, mm. you know, uh, uh, then after that, it was just another capitulation the way we started the game and uh, I think for me, you know, I don't want to say what I said in the group on air so that people will not be castigating me you know but then i know what i said and i'm sorry and you know what i said <laughs> i can't remember now <laughs> you know me i know is i want to i better remind me I, I, now. I'm, I'm, i mean i'm still standing by what i okay, said okay i remember now i'll come back to you <laughs> idia we'll take on the game everything desmond said um, you agree with because these days i don't understand you you like to agree with me say your mind what's going on <laughs> <laughs> what's up <laughs> what's up the the whole thing, do you agree? Because I don't understand what Desmond was saying that. Um, you don't understand. Okay, you I, I, I think I understood. Right. I think I understood. But then the point I want to bring to you is we have a designated penalty taker in Ekong that was on the pitch that didn't take that penalty. Fine, a law can be made that it's friendly. Then um, if the defender is not taking that penalty, I think the striker should be taking the penalty. Uh, Onachu was there. Uh, I think it was there. Like you said, he fought for it. But then, is this the beginning of uh, if, if, if these trivial things cannot be sorted? in these early days of this Pesero. I don't understand what should we expect from this team because this is a team that were not playing well in the game. They were losing 2-0 in the 80-something minute. It's just, so just called that. that. I mean, really, they lost that penalty. They considered two silly goals and all that. And the likes of Shegun Sugar, who had um, a lot riding on that game, go-go or something, <laughs> <laughs> burst into TS <laughs> and all that. So, idiot. The whole attitude of the team in that game yesterday, what's your take on that? Um, first of all, actually, I didn't see that game yesterday, okay. I was kind of busy, mm -hmm. so <laughs> um, doing godly things, yeah. Go ahead. So, seeing the results, mm. it was so sad. Mm. Like, this one said that La Portugal is a big team, like a big team to play with. I think that should be if they were going to lose, not to that magic 4 0 is just too uh, so much help. Pesero know what he's doing. The team still need a lot of coordination. Like I said yesterday, like thank God we didn't qualify for World Cup. Mm. Is this what we'll be doing at World Cup? Is that the like, consolation? That's the consolation. <laughs> we saw what Ghana did to Switzerland. Even though they might not. They fasted, the case can be made that they are fasting and prayer is working for them. <laughs> if you fast, if you pray. Anyways, Amos, I bet they said, uh, thank God we didn't qualify for the World Cup. Is that the case? After uh, that thing we saw yesterday from those Eagles, the we Super should. Eagles. We should not we should not be saying 
Uh, it's a good thing we did not call it back to the walk. It's are, bad. We are, we are an African giant. Every week when it comes to football, giant whether we like it or not, whether anybody likes it or not, uh-huh. when it comes to football on this continent, we are we are we are, we are we are who we are. Mm. So we should no, not. We are. We know who we are. <laughs> <laughs> now why did they do so, so we should not. We should not. If I rank you, you are not even. We should not be consoling okay, ourselves okay. with the fact that we did not Just qualify for the World Cup or anything <laughs> like that. Yesterday's showing was it was it was lackluster. It was mm. abysmal. It was terrible. Yet we we should not. We should not. No fight. We should not be. You see, this is this is not something we should be paper paper tracking. That was what led to Desmond's statement in the group that uh, you no, know, there's no hope. It is just it there's is just no hope bad. From this man, it this is man bad. Pesero, I you see when I when I read when I read um um the 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 excerpt from Sengoran Eriksson's book, I realized how Pesero became the manager, manager of. The super egos yeah. in the first place. Mm. This Are you is saying not, what I think you are saying? Of course, I'm saying what you think I'm saying. We <laughs> have we have managers. That, of course, we have managers like Ohe uh, Jesus, okay. who managed Benfica, okay. did very well. Everybody talks about him. Now you have a certain Pesero from nowhere, Venezuela, somehow, from somewhere, Venezuela. Somehow, at a time we were going to the World Cup and they brought in Las Laga back. So it is. It is. It is high time we start talking. We started talking about all this nonsense that we do. It is not right. Mm. And also the players. I'm not sure if I want to say they are not motivated. <laughs> I'm not sure if I want to say they are not passionate enough about pulling on that shit. I'm not sure if I want to say they're not ready to give their best for the national team. Mm. It is. It is as though they don't fight to get that color. So when they come, they do whatever they want. It doesn't make any sense that mm. you're playing against Portugal. There's a penalty, 11 of you are on the pitch, and over half of that number are battling to take the penalty. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. It's Lisbon. And all of these Lisbon. players are players who play in Europe for, for crying out loud. This is not like you're playing in TP Mazembe and then you're seeing Bruno Fernandes or the likes for the first time. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. So for me, it's just it's just a management thing. It's, it's the entire team. No structure, nothing. My fear is um, if we are talking like this about friendly matches, I, I don't even want to imagine what we are going to talk about when um, they are playing play competitive competitive. Um, and yesterday, a, a, a heated discussion um, came up in the group about um, why Genero was sacked. I don't understand why people they seem to forget why Genero was sacked. Um, I will say what I said in the group and I will say it now and I will close that chapter once and for all. The first two years of Genero started well. The guy in the group, I can't remember his name now, was talking about progression um, because uh, I, I think because something th- love. Okay, uh, something love. That is why you have to spell your name right. When you spell your yeah. name in a weird way, and Olamide, and Olamide, that energy law. That one has too much energy. Too much energy. <laughs> anyway, um, the thing is, we missed two consecutive Afcon, and this um, guy came in Genero, who qualified for Afcon, finished third. So he said that's progression. For Fine. a country like Nigeria. Fine. My point, and you, I think you were echoing the same yeah. point as well, was finishing third at Afcon is normal for us. Of course, she understand. I've always been. Finishing. Uh, so there's so and looking at um, the last two years, especially the last six months of Genero, um, I couldn't recognize the uh, uh, starting eleven, uh, not starting eleven, eleven per se, but at least expected eleven that you can say okay, you can name fourteen players and say. 11 can come out from this team mm-hmm. um, um, There was no style, there was no pattern You cannot say this is the system that we were playing um, we, were, we were having some funny results The wake-up call was losing that 4-0 lead at home The wake-up that, that call was, was even losing started, to Central African Republic That's where people started calling out And the progression that he progressed from 
you know, he graced back. So that was when he came in and he said, we took one, two steps forward, um, four steps backward. She understand. She understand. So that was the point. She understand. And at that point, he had to go. But then our case was, it was too close to Afcon because Desmond had been calling for the sack earlier, so that he knew could have time to go to Afcon. She understand. So since it was too close to Afcon, they would have allowed him to go to Afcon because his case was, if he had gone to Afcon, perhaps he would have won it. But then. My argument was, you shouldn't base your conversation on if, should, would, that's not football. Let's base our conversation on what actually happened. So, with that said, if we are saying this about friendly matches now, I wonder what happens with Perserio, the future. I'm I think, sorry. I, I think why I said what I said. Uh, hey, I why this person said what he said. Something very uh, known to Nigeria. It's, it's, it's more like a nostalgic feeling. When yeah. you have somebody doing terribly and you replace them, it is almost like the replacement does worse. Down the former, so we clamor for the former. It is, it is, it is. Yeah. You want to go back to your ex, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Um, the long awaited World Cup kickoff on Sunday evening as host Qatar. Um, they battle up South American side Ecuador by 5 pm. Um, Nigerian time. Um, there's this something I saw um, um, um yesterday. Um, I think Adebo attacked me that um, I don't know, it was a rumor online. That um, the Qatar people paid six or seven Ecuador players to lose that match in the second half by one zero um, to to nil. Um, also, a lot, a lot of the time we don't we don't pay attention to these things because they are just rumors actually. Anyways, until Seblata will come. It will not be funny if actually second half Qatar wins scored one zero and it might end like that. That we will come here and cry foul. But anyways, the World Cup is starting. What's your take? What's your expectation? Quickly, um, before we talk about, we have to talk about Ronaldo today, please. Uh, 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 I'm actually very, very excited mm-hmm. uh, and I'm looking forward to a beautiful and exciting World Cup. Mm-hmm. I know a lot, a whole lot has been made about the host, which I don't believe. You know, uh, I, I, I mean, I was even hearing one of the, I, I mean, one of the coaches of the international team that is going to do World Cup saying that the World Cup should have been awarded to a, I mean, a footballing nation. What does that even mean? I don't oh, for God's sake. I mean, I, 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 I mean, we want the whole world, you know, to feel the excitement True. of the world. True. I mean, of the World Cup. I mean, we want nations that have not tasted what football is all True. about. Football, you know, football belongs I, to all I, of I us. I mean, it belongs to all of us. It so, is the World Cup, I, I, and not footballing nations I, cup. I, I, at all. And as for me, I don't care about people that are not looking forward to this World Cup. I believe, eh? and I am sure that it is going to be one of the best ever World Cup that I, 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 I mean that I, I, I'm going to see True. yet uh, because the football, I, I mean the stadia are very very beautiful. You, you know, I mean the technology that they've used. But they are not is, selling. Uh, they are not selling uh, beer I in mean, the stadium according to the news that, that comes out. That see, comes out this afternoon. I mean, I mean that is the no, rules in that country. No, you don't expect them to. I agree. No. I agree, boys. No, sad. Jerry, that's why I Thank don't want to follow this game out to see the other day. I mean, he said their president told them that see that people that come from France that. We expect them to respect <laughs> our culture and our laws. True. And if we are going to other people's country, we have to show that back as well. See, just see, you cannot well, yeah, just take what like you are not going for yes, an entertainment I mean, show. So, so as for me, I think we should concentrate this whole talk on the football that is going yeah. to happen. Qatar Ecuador uh, always let's focus on the football then. I mean, uh, well, uh, I've seen some games. Uh, no, I've seen some games by Qatar in recent times. 
and I've seen also games by Ecuador. You know, I know that when it comes to physicality, the uh, I mean, or oh, the the Ecuador's guys are very strong. You know, they are very mobile, mm. and uh, you know, uh, I mean, in the World Cup qualifying series, they gave Argentina and Brazil a the two points, the two points of them, point of them, and uh, Pinan, Caicedo, uh, uh, and uh, Valencia, yeah. and uh, one thing guys. that has been working for. They, 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 oh, the Qatar guys is that they've been together for a very long time. Mm. You know, they have this cohesion already. And don't let us forget also that they won the last Asian Cup. That is to tell you that they are no longer minus as far as Asian football mm. is concerned. Mm. Which means that they are in competition. I mean, in competition mode to, already. So they go to see, the semi-final of the Gold Cup. Yeah, the USA uh, 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 exactly. So if they win against Ecuador. The people that have been saying that they pay some money, some money, see, don't come out with that nonsensical thing, mm. please. I mean, let us enjoy this football. Let the team that deserves to win on the day wins. But I think for me, that must be just ending a draw. Amos? Mm. I, said, I said something similar off air, that the, the match looks like a draw game mm. for me. Um, there are two, like he said, the Ecuadorians are very physical. True. Come, aside aside um, um, a little bit of flair that they have to their football in South America, mm. they play very similar to what we do in Africa. Mm. Africa is you, what you see, you see before you taste. Mm. So they are always very physical, very mobile. But then they add, they add some flair to it. They are technical as well. Mm. I would expect Ecuador being so, so to, to, to edge that game, mm. being a footballing nation for a long time, they've been in the World Cup for a long time. Yes, they have to come back there. They have to go back. So I think I think I'll I'll give them I'll give it to them to edge it. if Qatar if Qatar does go get away with all three points, I, I won't be surprised. I will not be surprised at all. Idia. Yeah, I think I have to go with what Amos said. So yeah. So um about him, Kata. I've not really seen Kata match recently, so okay. I don't. I can't really. You see it on Sunday, five p.m. So about Ecuador, we know how Ecuador do play South America's mm. fantastic football, physical football, and some skills. So I'll give it to Ecuador. Ecuador. Yeah. All right. Um, before before we leave you whole World Cup scene and get into the Ronaldo business, um, Neymar said um, Argentina, Germany, France. Spain and of course Brazil are favourites to win the World Cup. Do you guys agree with him? Uh, for every for every for every World Cup they are favourites. <laughs> but we've seen we've seen World Cups where um none favorite. of the favourites came through <laughs> came to the party. Mm. Um I, I remember when Spain won the won the World Cup. That was their first World Cup. Mm. They they had they had a very good team. Mm. But then that was a World Cup that their main striker was not informed for Fernando Torres. So they were playing the World Cup without a main striker. They were playing David Villa first night at the yeah. time. So they came to the party, they won the World Cup. They played against a certain Netherlands who haven't won the World Cup as well before mm. in the final. So the World Cup is also a competition of surprises. Mm. So we are not sure. It could be all these nations you mentioned. They are favorites for any World Cup because, because of the stars. Among, among these play, among these nations, you have multiple World Cup titles, over ten World Cup titles among these nations that he has he has mentioned. So if you say they are favorites, you are you are not far fetched. Mm. But then we also expect the World Cup to give us surprises. Surprise. That's the big surprise. Idiot. Surprise. Yeah, surprise. These guys surprise. are favorites. Yeah. You are not young Wednesday, so okay. Who is favorite for you? The dark horses. Who's the water water boys then? And, um, I don't, I don't, I don't the, 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 the teams that will be beating very very well. Ah, the teams 
Is it England? Is it Argentina? Is it what is it? What England Portugal, Portugal. Play during this the um, this the Nations League stuff. Then Euros. Okay. Yeah. Euros or Nations no, League? No, Nations League. Okay. Nations League. Uh, yeah. So England is just that just good on paper. When it's come Chai. doing the job. Footballing nation. Chad. So that's not to talk about. So um with the way people are complaining about the squad, like hey, why did South get us to do this, do that, do that? So um to me, I'm I would tip Argentina. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh this more there was something me and Amos we said here on Wednesday and um we said for the culture. Hmm? Mm-hmm. For peace on the streets. Yeah. For I sanity on the streets. It shouldn't go home. England <laughs> of should course. not go home. <laughs> Argentina because of Messi, Messi Portugal because Portugal. of Ronaldo because it will not be fair if one of the other win it and the other one doesn't win it he's going to load, we are going to load it over the other one for the rest of their life and uh, this one that uh, we don't know Ronaldo's state of mind these days that he's doing interview up and anyways <laughs> Messi too smart now start crying you want to quit international football I don't understand hey, England is coming home even when they win the next World Cup they will still be talking about this one mm-hmm. so please for the science of but then um, uh, what's, it, what's it called? Um, um, Fisio, the Fisio, Samaba, he said uh, we should add Brazil to that list. So I think we added it. They now asked me a direct question who do I want? I said I want Netherlands. So, but then you now called, say because of Van Dyke. Of course. So we added <laughs> Netherlands to the list. So, Desmond, we are coming to you. Now go and leave this place and get to the Ronaldo combo. Who's your favorite? With all these people that uh, for the culture we've removed them, or you want to add them back because idiot have added them Argentina now. Don't understand what idiot is doing. You want the street to scatter? <laughs> well, I think I was listening to the show on Wednesday and uh, mm-hmm. I was enraged, especially about most of the things that uh, Fisio Sam said. You know, he was talking as if the World Cup is 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 a competition that doesn't throw up upset, uh, upset, upset like yeah. uh, like, I, I mean like Amos rightly said you know I mean we've seen what in, in fact the last World Cup I, I mean from upset, France 98 upset there's always been upset let's, you let's know that Croatia came upset. to France 98 it was that devil campaign mm-hmm. they, I mean they were touched I mean in 2002 we saw South Korea you know in 2006 you know uh i think if if it, it, it was Turkey, mm-hmm. it was senegal you know all those things then in 2010 ghana. you know it was uruguay we saw uruguay you, you, yes. you know ghana as well netherlands spain you know things that were not expected to mm-hmm. even get to the final uh I, I mean and in 2014 colombia you know it was colombia James Rodriguez, yeah, of course. I, I, I mean and uh I mean, in 2008, we saw South Costa Rica as well. We even saw Costa Rica. I mean, uh, uh, Joe Kelly, Kelly, so so that is the beauty of the World Cup, you know. And uh, for me, and in fact, I think there was somewhere where I said that I won't be surprised with Croatia if they win this World Cup because I saw their progression. Mm. At the same time, I won't be surprised with Croatia if they don't get out of the group stage as well. You know, that has always been their pro. I mean, progression also the World Cup. And I, I think for me in this World Cup, don't let us be surprised if we see one of these, you know, European team, you know, that people are not actually looking. But at even the South American team, or or a South American team, but a case can be made for the South or American Ghana. team. <laughs> you know, uh, but <laughs> but also what I would like to say is that I've seen people visited about England, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, we have this mindset about the English that they don't do well, forgetting also that this same England under this 
Gareth Southgate, mm-hmm. you know, they got to the semi-final of the last World Cup. Mm-hmm. They got to the final of the Euro. That's the progression I mean, we are talking about. That is the progression, that is the progression we are progression talking about. Talking, except, I, I, except they did not do anything at the Nations League. That is the progression. I mean, we, I mean, we've <laughs> also been saying that the Nations League is actually a, a sort of glorified friendly match. Oh, I mean, a sort of glorified. But if you have won it, you, you would have added it to your progression talk. No, semi final, final, no, winning the nations, no. going to the world, no, it will be a booster for them. No, I think you know me too well now to know the kind of competition that I actually rate. Okay, you know, but what I'm trying to say in but essence is that it very well. I, I don't care about them, you know, what I'm trying to say is that we can see what the English national team has done in the last major competition, mm-hmm. so don't let us rule them out totally from this talk because they are going with a certain player that has played only 26 minutes of uh, league football mm-hmm. I mean, Oshay, you understand yes, but for yeah. me, <laughs> who is the favourite? Yeah, I, 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 mean, I, yeah, I, I mean, looking at the favourite right now it is actually difficult to say but then I, I think uh, Holland, you know Lord I, I, I mean, Holland, mm-hmm. they've been in very good form you know, coming to this World Cup also another thing that we're not looking at Belgium, Danish, good in the nation no, 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 no. No, but then I mean Denmark. Don't don't forget that they went to France at some point mm. and they beat them right there in Paris. So I think people should not overlook Denmark. They are actually a very decent. Argentina as well. I mean, comes to form, community oh, oh, oh oh no, they yeah, are the they most informed team. But then, anyways, but then there is a we should remove them for the culture, for the culture, for the sanity <laughs> of the streets. And I'm sticking by it. Uh-huh. But then if they win the World Cup, I'll come here and congratulate them. It is what we do. Anyways, um, finally, in the footballing news aspect, we cannot ignore um, the Cristiano Ronaldo's um, interview um, that is currently hugging the, headli- the headlines um, with the World Cup right now. On Wednesday and Thursday, a total of um, 94 minutes plus exclusive interview of Cristiano Ronaldo by Piers Morgan was released and he had a lot, a whole lot to say. Mm? It's good that I have two more United fans here, so it's not bad if uh, we are using our court to talk. Um, <laughs> Let me run through everything that was said. In summary, then um, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it um, bit by bit. I hope our time allows us. I hope I can take call. Uh, Ronaldo said he feels betrayed by Man United. Um, the club uh, showed no evolution um, infrastructure-wise and all those things that we said on Monday. And um, he was being forced out, not only this season, but last season. He said he has no respect for the manager Ten Hag because Ten Hag doesn't respect him. He admitted that he refused to, to come on against Spurs. Uh, because Ten Hag provoked him. Um, he said Ten Hag refused to bring um, him on against Man City, um, which Ten Hag con- confirmed in the, um, in the post-match press conference that it was um, showing him respect. He doesn't want to disrespect him by bringing him on in that game. That game where they lost 6-3 or so. It was 6-1 at the point. 6-2, 6-2 at the point. I know you did forget something. <laughs> I was testing you. Anyways, but then he said he, he now wants to bring him on for three minutes against Paul's. Um, he, he said he, re- he refused. He said he regretted it, but um, he shake sh- it. He said a manager that doesn't respect him, he, do- he doesn't have similar respect for the same manager. He said the owners um, don't care about the club. He said they are focused on the commercial aspect of the club rather than the sporting aspect of the club. Um, Ronaldo then said young players in the game now, um, not just Man United, do not listen and um, doubt if they will have the longevity that their generation that they had. Um, he spoke sp- um, positively about um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, Diego Dalot, Alessandro Martinez and Casemiro. Um, he also criticised United appointment of sporting director Ralf Ragnick as coach of a big club like Man United. He spoke about ex-teammates that play the game and understand what goes on behind the scenes but don't have the full information of what's going on now behind the scenes. 
at Man United, but they are constantly criticizing him, especially Gary Neville and Wayne Rooney. Anyways, he spoke about the death of his twin son and how he affected his family and the love as well as support that he received from fans, rival supporters, the English community and um, the rest of the world and he thanked everybody. Um, he also spoke about um, his surviving twin daughter that was sick during the summer and spent 10 days in the hospital and thereby forcing him to miss um, the early part of the preseason. But then some people in the club um, didn't believe that um, his daughter was sick and um, they felt he was making it up. Uh, also, he said the press wrote that he wanted to leave the club, that's why he didn't turn up for precision. He said as a person, he hurts him, um, and he's a human being as well. So he felt the need to tell the side of the story. Anyways, moving on. My United defender Rafael Veran says the situation has affected all the players. Um, Piers Morgan, which is the person that interviewed Ronaldo, said um, Ronaldo is very happy with the way things have played out when reflecting on their interview. Um, United legend Peter Schmeichel says he still believes in fairy tales and hope um, Ronaldo can have a future at the club. However, former United defender Gary Neville says the club must terminate Ronaldo's contract following that same interview. Ronaldo then explained that he was close to joining Man City but his heart took him back to Man United. He spoke about getting the call from Sir Alex and all that. Um, he also said the press, <laughs> the press they kept saying garbage that nobody wanted him. He then asked that who doesn't want a player who scored the two goals last season? He said, who does he want? He said, in our challenge, that how many, how many 37-year-olds out there can maintain his level? Anyways, he also revealed that um, he rejected a 305 million pound two-year deal to join the Saudi Arabian club in the summer. That deal would have seen him become the highest-paid footballer in the world. But he said he turned it down as he was happy at Old Trafford and he was motivated to do a great season. Now, Cristiano Ronaldo revealed that he has a good professional relationship with Lionel Messi. Um, he called Messi a magical player and he hopes um, they can share dinner soon, sometime in the future. He also said um, he hopes he can play till 40 years. <laughs> That's three years from now. Um, anyways, external legal opinion shows that Ronaldo is in breach of his contract by conducting that interview, which the club is unaware of as at the time of the interview. And um, my United, as of today, this afternoon, they said um, they are taking appropriate steps after Cristiano Ronaldo's interview, in which we said he was betrayed by the club. The club say um, they will not comment until the process of the steps taken um, reach its conclusion. Let me start from idiot. Idiot. What's your take on this whole Ronaldo this thing? Once and for all. Oh. Because the World Cup is starting, I don't talk about this anymore. They keep bringing it up in the group. And since the interview came out, the full um, interview came out yesterday, we have to go into it today. What's Actually, your take on yeah, the whole thing? I don't really want to say anything about this whole issue ever since this thing has been happening. Okay. There are some things Ronaldo said that were not. New, uh, like it's not a new thing. Slatter okay. said he, Jose okay. Mourinho said some such thing about the management of okay. the club, about being a commercial club. Okay. Liz Vanga to the same thing. Okay. But the main issue here is you disrespecting the manager, your coach, like players, yes. Everybody. Fine, might have issue with because there was a time Gary Neville was complaining that they need a big player playing that team that can speak out about what is happening that in the business as well they mm. owe Manchester United store mm. so and the timing too we have to look at the time why are you doing this now fine we no, understand he, he, he said it was going to after this transfer window closes it was going to do an interview she understand um now a case can be made that if you had done that interview then that would have been talking about since the beginning of the season yeah. and it I probably have disrupted the United yeah, it season is, it is. also a case can be said that um he's not he's not man enough and he's waited till when he knows he cannot stay in Manchester to face the music 
and he had to use the walk up to run away. So it's a case of uh, both sides. Yeah, it's kind of a disappointing thing coming from him. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't really want to talk about this because yeah. it's, it's it's okay. <laughs> Let me take that to somebody that wants to talk. Amos, um, a lot of the stuff that Ronaldo said um, is what my United fans have been saying over the years. Um, if one Bissaka had come out to say something like that, he would have been buried alive. If um, um, Scott McTominay, uh, uh, Marcus Rashford, uh, I'm talking about. He cannot, cannot be mentioning players. Like no, that. I'm just calling. Even Maguire. No, he cannot be mentioning players. Like even David, players who have, who have even David outside even, of. Even David De Gea, if you come out and he does an interview, like, because. I know United fans have been talking about this behind the scenes things. Some S players. So are there are a lot of truth in yeah. it. Now, you cannot talk about your employers while you are still <laughs> under um, engagement with them and all that. It is where it is. Um, and according to um, the contractual, uh, the legal, whatever, it showed that he was in breach of. But I know Ronaldo, he knows what he's doing. He's aware of the repercussion and I think he's ready for it. Amos, Idia doesn't want to talk about it. Please, what do you have to say about it? Okay, so let's let's start from the point where he said you cannot talk about your employers while you're still an employee under them. Um, we've seen a lot of people, not in Nigeria though, mm. not in Nigeria. We've seen a lot of people outside. I've I've seen interviews of people who have made um, hundreds or thousands of dollars just by reporting every employee that they have worked with for the wrongs that they did to them, right? And they and they and they got away. Not just got away with it; they got paid for it. So that is not, that's out of the question. Another thing is, just like you rightly said, this is nothing, it is not novel to United fans. They all know that the club has become a commercial club. Sir Alex complained about this. Not, it didn't just start from Louis Van Gaal. Sir Alex complained about this. Van Gaal complained about this. Mourinho, as at the time where he became second with Manchester United, he had eight league titles to his name. Eight. And he said his biggest achievement as a manager was to come in second with Manchester United. And he said that, and he backed it up with saying, people will not understand because they don't know what is going on behind the scenes. Mm. And we crucified Mourinho the entire time for that. The ex-players that we keep talking about. Now, when I talk about football, when we talk about football sometimes, people say, um, this guy is bitter or is not informed mm. and all of that. When we talk about English players, I like to compare English players with their counterparts from other parts of the world and Europe as mm -hmm. well. And then you bring them to the table and see just how good they were compared to these guys. So now, these guys say all of these things. You say you wanted a leader, someone who could speak up. And when Mourinho talked, this is a world-class manager who has won everything. You sided with Paul Pogba over Jose Mourinho. Mm. These are these same people. Jose, now, Ronaldo is talking about the young stars in the team. Mourinho said this thing, that Luxor should not be in the team. He doesn't use his head. Anthony Martial should not be in the team. He's not interested. Marcos Rashford cannot be United's top nine. And all of these things are still there. We are still playing with these players. Season in, season out. He talked about football heritage. And talked about investments in the future. Look at what Manchester City are enjoying today. Kevin De Bruyne is part, is the focal part or focal is the focal point of Manchester City's success. Season in, season out, for the past nine seasons, and De Bruyne wasn't signed three seasons ago or four seasons ago. 
So this is what we are talking about. And now a man comes to the team. A man that left the team when he was 23 years old. He came back to this team at 35 or 36. And he's telling you he has not seen any change in the club. We saw Real Madrid. The official Twitter account of Real Madrid post some videos of robotics that they used to train train their, their players uh, with taking free kicks and all. Can United boast of that? In this time, Tottenham Hotspur, they left White Hart Lane and they built the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium with, in debt because they had to improve. Can United do that? Can we say anything about that? Arsenal left Ivory for Emirates. What has United as a team, what has the ownership of this team done in terms of investment to this team? And nobody should come to me with they spent 1 billion, they spent 2 billion. That is nonsense. Look at Real Madrid. Three, four transfer windows now. The highest Real Madrid spent this last window was tremendous for 100 million. Look at how much they sold Casemiro to us. Casemiro came to Real Madrid for 6 million. How much did Eda Militao come to Real Madrid for? We are talking about smart investment. And Casemiro was in Real Madrid for 10 years. So did Rafael Varane. How much did uh, uh, Federico Valverde cost to Real Madrid? We are talking about smart investment. Not taking 73 million to sign Jadon Sancho. That is nonsense. Not coming to not, not coming with, with seven to something million for Anthony. Not giving. We are not talking about giving Marcos Rashford two hundred and fifty thousand. Look away, pass. These are these are footballers that have not done anything. What is the scouting system of that team doing? Mm. A case can be made for the entire structure of the team. Mm. So if anybody wants to say anything now, when Rooney or not, uh, what do you call him? People have been people Gans. have been people have been very ridiculous Gans. about this thing. They yeah. said I, I I hear people say when Rooney sacrificed a part of his career to make sure Ronaldo did this, Ronaldo did that. You're talking to the man who is the second who has the second most assist in football history after Leo Messi. And you're saying he does not, he's always selfish, he's always about himself. And does that even make any sense to me? Yeah, go, yeah, go. If if Rooney, if Rooney was as clinical, half as clinical as Ronaldo was, he would get more goals at United. If Karim Benzema was half as clinical as Ronaldo was when they played together, he would get more goals than he has now. Why a certain Luis Suarez can become, can win uh, the golden boot, European golden shoe, at the prime of Cristiano Ronaldo and Leo Messi is because of his clinicality. Messi has played with a lot of strikers who did not put in half the number of goals that Luis Suarez did. So you cannot say a player who has more assists than Xavi and Iniesta and top, the top midfielders that <laughs> we have to buy. You know, you cannot, you cannot say he's, he's selfish and he, he's always about himself, he's this, he's that. It does not make any sense. So if you want to talk about football, for instance, people like Wayne Rooney should not be mentioning Ronaldo's name. I think, I think they know the value that this guy has okay. mentioning his name. Okay. So they are okay. just chasing clout with that name. Okay. Is that simple? Quick, quick one. Um, I think uh, with regards to the, the club, which is what we've been saying over the years. Um, Ronaldo said what he said. It is what it is. With regards to the manager, what did you think happened? Because I felt um, when Ten Hag was coming in, he had no plans of using Ronaldo, in my own opinion. Um, the club had to tell him that, see, you need to make this thing work because um, whether we like it or not, he broke the record number of sales of the share in, in one day. He broke Leo Messi's record at PSG. Um, so they are still making money from that, anyways. Regardless, fine, they are paying five hundred thousand pounds per week. So it's is the highest paid player in the Premier League history for a thirty-seven year old. She understand. So he's getting paid for it. But then, this is somebody you have 
no plans of using. I felt in the summer, you should have had a serious conversation with him. I said, see, OG, boss man, dodgy respect to you. I'm just trying to build myself in the game. If results don't go up my way, I will be sacked. You will still be here. But the style of football I want to play, OG, sir, we cannot be using you all the time. The Ronaldo will be like, how often can you use me? I'm just creating like a scene here because yeah, I feel that is what yeah, a normal, a normal coach would do. Because I really want to address this coach thing. Because for Ronaldo to come out and say he doesn't respect the coach, it's a direct assault on him. He felt he was, he was promised things and the coach didn't live up to the path. And he goes to, and says different things in the press conference and he just be like, uh-uh. Whether we like it or not, Ronaldo is a big player. He has... He, the status he's enjoying today, he worked out for it, he earned it. So he's earned the right to sit down with the coach and say, OG sir, Abi, <laughs> sorry, coach, coachy, boss, what, what, what's up for me this season? According to him, he said he was motivated to do a great season this season. So I felt the, the, the manager, I don't know what happened. Maybe he tried to work with uh, the, the, the hierarchy or whatever, I don't know. It wasn't clear. Because he must have promised him that you get more minutes than what he's actually getting now. Share you get. So, and Ronaldo felt, they said Ronaldo don't want to play. Like, for instance, now, um, during the preseason, he walked off the pitch with um, eight other players, but it was his name they were calling. So, those are the things that were hurting him. But then the one against Tottenham, he, he owned that one. Mm -hmm. He spoke about they didn't want to bring him on against Man City, and they want to bring him on three minutes for three yeah, minutes yeah, against Spurs. Against Tottenham. And you say, the other day, you say you don't disrespect me. Now, you want to, what, 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 what to bring me on? We are winning already now, you don't need to bring me on. Stick with that respect. So he doesn't understand. So he felt the coach has deceived him, in my own opinion. This may not be exactly what happened. Um, uh, so, if I, so what's your take on the Ten Hag Ronaldo thing? If we, if we want to talk about these things, we talk about, um, with all due respect to Eric Ten Hag, mm. I think he's a futuristic manager. Mm. I think he's special. He, know, he knows what he wants to do. Take he has a style. He has an identity. Mm. Um, but I'll, I'll also go back to um, one of Jose Mourinho's interviews, maybe because I like the man, I'm so much. He said, You are not going to teach Leo how to hold on to the ball, mm -hmm. you are not going to teach Zlatan Ibrahimovic how to control the ball with his chest, mm. you're not going to teach Didier Drogba how to head the ball, you're not going to teach Cristiano how to score goals. What you are going to, to do as a manager is teach those players how to play in your team that is what every big manager does you'll have to teach them how to play in your team when when messi got to psg last season a lot of people were talking a lot of things he did not he could not cope outside Barca. he could not do this he could not do that but the major problem was there was a manager who had never managed who had player. never managed a dressing room that field before so now when when Garfia came it was obvious he had a plan before he came in and he knew what Messi would be doing in that plan it was a case of teaching Messi how to fit into your plan You're, you know how to play football I'm not going to teach you how to play football I'm going to teach you how to fit into this plan mm. right to make the best of your football mm. that you already know how to play it is that simple you cannot have whether people like this thing or not, Cristiano Ronaldo. They said, whether, his, they said his old is declining, so he should accept the fact that his career is coming to an end. You see, you cannot. When you see a person is declining, right? 
Now Messi has come out to, to change that narrative. Mm. Last season I said this. It does not make any sense for anybody to say Messi is declining from scoring multiple goals in La Liga and then to becoming a, a player that will score six league, four of six league goals. That is not a way to decline. No, 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 no. When a player is 36 or 37 and puts in over 12 league goals and then the next season he's played 12 games or so and cannot boast of two league goals. That is not how to decline. There is something going on. There is something really going on. So I, I just let this Sorry, OG sir, taking 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 the mic. It must became OG sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know how that song came to my head. for me. Anyways, that's what I think. He has said a lot. Oh yes, and uh, he eats the name rightly where it should be hit. Uh, and I think for me on this. Uh, Saint Argan Ronaldo's issue. Uh, I've seen a whole lot of people that I, I mean, I was actually feeling that they know a whole lot about football. You know, coming out to to show that they don't, don't actually know anything about True. football. Because you can, I mean, ask yourself the question that why would someone that scored over twenty four goals last season, all of a sudden a manager that is coming is saying that he doesn't need that person <laughs> in his team. I mean, we are talking about how gravely the greatest player of all that's time. All, I mean, of all time. Good. I mean, and good. I, 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 I mean, as much as uh, I mean, we will respect Ten Hag for all he has done with Ayas. You know, when you are coming to a team like this and you have this kind of player, True. you know, you have to find a way, you know, to pacify them. It doesn't mean that you don't actually know what you are doing. That is so, one thing that Ancelotti does very well. I, I mean, but then you, I mean, you haven't had the respect, you know, to treat. Those kind of players, you know, the way he has actually treated Ronaldo, True. you know. I am not saying Ronaldo is bigger than the boss because Ten Hag, whether we like it or not, the boss. I mean, it's actually the boss. But one of the role of the boss is for you, you know, to accommodate everybody, mm -hmm. you know, and put them into your plan. And I think why Ronaldo has come out to say that he doesn't respect the coach because the coach doesn't respect him is the fact that a whole lot has been going on behind the scene. And when the coach comes out to the press, he you says know, something I else. mean, he says something different and he actually knows how to talk to the press and I think that is why this off law has even come out and people are saying that you cannot say that what to your manager and all of that but don't let us also forget that it was the manager that also said in the preseason that Ronaldo has failed, you know, to come for preseason. And I think all of these things that are not even... His daughter was sick, I, I, I mean, his surviving I, 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 daughter was sick. I, I, I mean, when did surviving daughter was sick? And I, I mean, I feel all of this, you know, they are not rocket science. We are talking about one of the greatest football clubs in the world, United. Mm. When your star players say club. that... Club. I mean, when your star players say that, my daughter is sick, what caused you to send representative actually? You know, to actually know what is actually going on with your player. I mean, try to show empathy. He said he spent 10 I mean, days, 10 days I mean, in the hospital. I mean, 10 days in the hospital and there was, was no club rep I mean, representative, you know, what to find out if this player... He says all of them even doubted him. And are uh, looking mean, at him uh, that maybe... Uh, uh, he, he was he was he said he's a human being. That stuff actually really pained him because it concerns the way he was talking about it. That he's a human being. This is his daughter for crying out loud. He just lost his son some months ago. You cannot a person like Cristiano uh, to lie they, about they, his like, daughter's health uh, just all. to get the United. It does not make and any sense. Also, I've seen people, you know, see, I am appalled by a whole lot of things that I've been seeing, you know, a whole lot of comments. I mean, 
I've been seeing guys saying that how can they talk about young players like that? And these are basically that young, what that young players' uh, I mean, part is. That's that's the part I, that is vexing me. I mean, these are basically what all of these ex-players have been saying all this while. You know, actually, I was listening to uh Ocarineve, I think it was yesterday, and he said something like uh, uh Ronaldo, Ronaldo shouldn't have said that because that is what the older players said about them. And I think that is not true because I know that. A, a, a player like John Terry said when he was going, I mean, when he was coming through the, I mean, the youth rank at Chelsea, you know, he was washing and carrying boots of the Best senior player. players, first team players, you know, I mean, he said after those ones finished training, you know, that he used to wash their boots for them. Tell me, which player in United Academy now, which, I mean, which Jenny Sancho gave his boots to, what to go and wash? You know, and these are the things. I, I mean, I mean, these are the things we've been talking about, and this one has come out to say it. And play, I, I, I mean, and fans that knows better, simply because you know they want to get rid of someone. They say Ganache you know, knows have you watched I mean, and, you you know, to watch. No, you know, one thing I would have loved is for someone that time. is in their prime right now, you know, to come out and say this kind of thing to the press and I want to see the reaction of people go to that kind of thing exactly anyways because of our time I, I think we'll be signing out now so um let's get your final take um and let's let's leave this place I'm sorry guys I couldn't take cowboy there I'm, but it's okay now now go beat me last last for this accurate I don't know I said it on Monday I apologized I said it on Wednesday I apologized I've done it again today but then you could sense the way the conversation was going and I'm sorry, with all due respect to you guys, I really love to take. But then, just join us in the group 0027972008. I'll send you the group link. Let us continue this conversation there. But then, if it's on air, I think the guys have said a whole lot. Your final take, your final take, idiot. Your final take. I know you don't say much. No way back. It's getting the contact. The contract is getting cancelled. Normal thing because yeah, they have to do that. So it's nothing. It's nothing to go back about. He himself knew about it that hey, after work, he's up, done. I'm not coming back to this thing, so definitely he's gone. Desmond, uh, well, I think I shared that sentiment as well. But uh, it is the World Cup is starting by weekend, and uh, we, don't, we, don't, we don't care. We don't care. We care. We don't care about Ronaldo anymore. We care about World Cup. Yes, we care about Ronaldo. They'll solve themselves. People go out there, you know, enjoy. Forget that. By the six of the World Cup, and you know, let's. I mean, let's marry. You know, and. I mean, if you are hosting people to come and watch the World Cup in your house, please invite us. Invite yes, exactly. Invite me. Invite me. <laughs> you that you don't want to talk. I will miss money too. <laughs> All right, Amos, Amos, your final take. Yeah, of course, just, just like just like Desmond said, the World Cup is the main thing now, starting Sunday. I believe it, will, it is going to be a, a footballing, a footballing spectacle. We are definitely going to enjoy it, and also, also, we should take our time to enjoy every bit of this World Cup because we have some players who have given their blood and sweat to the game and who yes. are playing the World Cup for the last time. Yes. So we, we have we have to enjoy this, regardless of all the controversies that surround the host nation or anything. We need to enjoy this World Cup as well. And for the Cristiano case, there is absolutely nothing. Um, I hope. 
I really hope United fans come to their senses because um, this time last season we had more points and we are in the same position. Uh, so this this season more po- uh, less, less points, points the same position, position and we're clamoring progress. So hopefully we make it to the Champions League stages, uh, group stages next season. And if we don't, anyways, with regards to the Cristiano Ronaldo thing, I know uh, we've spoken a lot about players getting encouraged to speak up, to speak their mind because of their mental health and everything. A lot happened to him emotionally, psychologically, he needed to talk. Normally these are things you say when you want to write your book or when you've left the club, but he felt he can't bottle it in. And with the world have been encouraging people to come out so that their mental health will be clear. Mm-hmm. So Ronaldo came, so Ronaldo came out to talk. While I did not support, I still do not support him coming out to do that interview. I still felt there are better ways he could have gone about it. Do you understand? It is where it is a love. If not 90% of what he said is true. According, as far as I'm concerned, the young players should sit up and fix up. They want longevity. The manager should start being honest. He should learn from Ronaldo. And if he comes across any big player in future, he should fix up and know how to address that. That OG, sir, let us. You will not play enough matches. And um, this is how it is, though. So that when things like this is happening, if he had said that, if he had had that conversation with him, by now he will come out and say, I had a conversation with Cristiano over the summer. And I told him, you are not going to get enough game minutes this season. If you can find a club to go, go. That conversation would have vindicated him now. Instead of Ronaldo calling him, he doesn't respect him, I respect him. With regards to the infrastructure, United should fix it. It's embarrassing. You're a big club. No toilet. No toilet, no kitchen. <laughs> like jacuzzi, dirty guy. Come on. You guys should fix it. But World Cup is starting. Let us enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to start my apple with England, Argentina, and Portugal. Nothing for them. When I, whenever they are playing, I'm tackling them. It is what it is. There has to be peace on the street. That's all we can take today, this lovely evening. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm from the listeners to the callers and those of you that sent us uh, messages. I do have a message here, but I can't run through it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Romeo, you sent that message, so I'm sorry. We, we don't have uh, enough time. Uh, thank you guys so much. Everybody that listened, um, from Desmond to Ediath and of course Amos, thank you so, so much. You guys, um, everybody, please have yourself a fantastic weekend. Join us again on Monday for the banter edition of Talk Football Talk Sport. We are located at Empire Building Number 1 in Fedjola, Arolo Street, behind BJ Philly Station, um, opposite... Um, in Oshokotile out opposite Odufo Makure on those states. Also reach out to us with your advert and sponsorship on Empire Radio 104.5FM um, where you'll be guaranteed nothing, nothing but absolute first class service on radio. God bless you all. Stay safe out there. Have a majestic weekend. This is Jerry Foma, the Jade Wonder, and I'm signing out.